Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story. which comes from a girl has no name and says, am I the arsehole? I, a female, want to give my fiance my last name, but my father and brother don't want me to. Am I wrong for planning on doing it anyways? To start, my fiance is willing and happy to take my last name. He grew up with a horrible father. He has no attachment to his last name and no siblings. I have a very unique last name and a strong attachment to it. I brought this up to my father and he said he wasn't so sure about it, given my brother is the only male in the family who would carry on the name. My brother found out before I could bring it up to him and called me saying I was being inconsiderate and couldn't believe he hadn't been asked. This got me irritated because in my opinion, I have just as much of a right to share my name as he did with his wife. He and his wife have been married for over a year and I think they feel possessive about the fact that they were the only ones supposed to carry on our name. I think the fact that this is an issue is all rather sexist. It's my last name too and if I want to give it to my future husband who has never had the privilege of feeling like he belongs to a family, my name, no one should take an issue. I have three sisters who aren't yet married but they shouldn't have to feel bad about giving their name either. I don't feel like I'm being selfish here, but am I the asshole for breaking tradition? And we're going to start straight away with Simo who says not the asshole. Why the fuck should they care? If anything, they should be proud that your fiance wants to take your name. It is sexist and it is ridiculous. And if nothing else, it's your name and your fiance and your marriage. Do it. They'll get over it. Kandirian says not the asshole. You are correct that your father and brother are being sexist. There's no valid reason they could give that would make sense. If you were a single parent, you'd pass your family name onto your child. Why should it be any different if you were married and you and your spouse agree? You are giving your future husband a beautiful gift. Congratulations on the family the two of you are creating together. A deleted user says not the asshole, it's your surname too. You can share it with whoever you want. You could always take your mother's maiden name or you and your fiancé could both change to a name you mutually choose if you want to be petty. Lol. And Corbin says, not the asshole. most importantly, is none of their business. Your children will also be half you and half your partner, just like your brothers. So the bloodline, not sure how else to say it, will be identical. Why shouldn't you pass down your name to your children? If anything, your family should support it as it keeps the family name going. Honestly, the more I think about it, the weirder it is that they oppose it. So after those comments, OP came in and said, did not expect this post to blow up. My father and brother are amazing people and husbands. I think they were caught off guard by my thinking more than anything else. I've let it go for now, but we'll bring it up again simply to explain my thinking and I believe they will understand. 
They are rational, empathetic human beings, if a little old school sometimes. As for my fiance, he is absolutely amazing and all my family approves. When I originally brought up keeping my last name, he was the one who suggested taking mine as well. He's perfectly secure in his masculinity for all those wondering. Lol. Thank you for all the encouragement. My fiance and I will be rocking our kick-ass last name soon enough. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of that situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And we're on that time on Reddit where all the Thanksgiving posts are all coming up. So this one's from MilaKiwi33 who says, Am I the arsehole for leaving Thanksgiving dinner at my mother-in-law's house after I discovered that she threw out the dish I brought? I'll keep this short. I, 27 female, am five months pregnant. I have pre-existing health issues that I manage by having a diet with no meat of any sort. This has caused me and mother-in-law to have conflicts, especially when I refuse to eat the food she makes. I used to either come and not eat anything or just stay at home. Since I'm pregnant, I could not attend Thanksgiving and not bring food with me out of respect for mother-in-law. I cooked a small meal and brought it with me. Mother-in-law made a fuss about it, but justified it as I was making a mistake, robbing her grandbaby of getting all meat benefits. I explained that I take supplements as replacement, but she shrugged and was upset. We waited till the dinner table was set. Mother-in-law didn't let me help or go into the kitchen at all. She took my dish and said she'd reheat it for me and put it on the table. Yet when I sat down, I was stunned to have discovered that she had not put my dish there. When asked publicly, she denied receiving any dish from me and started asking if I accidentally left it at home or in the car. There was a huge blow up. Mother-in-law tried to convince me to sit down and just eat what she put on the table. I refused, but my husband insisted and told me to let it go this time. I decided to leave. I grabbed my stuff and walked out. I found out that she threw out the dish I brought and tried to get me to just eat what she put on her table. She said that she was looking out for grandbaby's health and my husband said it wasn't worth leaving the celebration and causing a scene. We had a big argument and his mum thinks I'm being dramatic and hard to deal with. Was I an a-hole for walking out? Info the dish I brought was supposed to keep me full and provide me with all the benefits, so it wasn't like any of her appetizers or side dishes. I also put work into making it and it cost me money. She keeps insisting it's about her grandbaby and her concern for their health. Now, we know what this one is all about. It's one of these ones that's just, but family, just let it go for the sake of family. And simply, if you don't have your boundaries set up now and they don't start respecting them, they're only going to get trampled on when the baby does come along. But in a basket says, not the arsehole. I've been in your shoes. Tell your husband to defend you or you are out. Things will only get worse. She's going to force you to raise that baby her way and your husband is going to let her. The gaslighting from her is especially scary. Literally tell your husband straight out that he either be 100% on your side from now on for everything or you are leaving him. Do not put up with that. It will ruin your life, your marriage, and your kid. Mama Moonlight says, Whoa, this is insanity, and what in the ever-loving fuck is wrong with your husband? Be prepared for this nightmare to escalate after your child is born. So, not the arsehole. Imperial says, Not the arsehole. That's a truly psycho and disrespectful thing for her to do. Your boyfriend is in the wrong for not having your back on this issue. You know your body and what it can handle at this time. It's not for anyone to decide but you. And Nufi says, not the arsehole. You have dietary restrictions that she doesn't care about. 
You should have a talk with your husband. I assume he knows your diet restrictions and the fact he won't stand up for you to his mother is a major red flag. Diet restrictions are not to be messed with because you could get severely sick and it could hurt the baby if you force yourself to eat certain things and your body reacts negatively. If your husband doesn't actually start standing with you, tell him it's either he talks to his mother and starts standing with you or he can start packing his bag. It's his wife and child or his mother who is being a downright monster. Also, don't leave your kid alone with her in the future. If she can potentially put his life in danger now, who knows what she can do with him when he is born. And one more from Princess Beatrix who says not the asshole. That's some straight up Looney Tunes behavior. Obviously, she doesn't understand your health issues, but that doesn't matter. You can totally have a healthy pregnancy without meat. It's not like you're starving yourself or not getting proteins and vitamins. Apparently, she's happier with her grandbaby not getting nutrition at all. Your husband also sucks for not standing up for you. How is he going to be moving forward when he actually has a baby? His mum sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, and I just find that behavior from her incredibly scary. You know, she's going to take her food and just hide it somewhere, throw it away or whatever she's done with it, and then come out and totally gaslight OP in front of everyone. Oh, you must have left it in the car. While well, looking at her and knowing what she's done. And I can only feel that's going to escalate more when the baby comes along. So incredibly worrying. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com And our next story comes from Actual Product 439 who says, Am I the arsehole for telling my parents? I won't spend the holidays with them this year unless they properly apologize and pay me back for canceling on me last minute last year. This story requires some background information. Around this time last year, my parents asked me if I wanted to come over for Christmas. I told them sure. I live abroad so I don't see them very often. The plan was for me to arrive December 22nd and go back on January 7th. Our relationship was very rocky when I was a child due to my dad's mental health and anger issues, but he's in therapy for that now. I'm in therapy as well for the diagnosed PTSD that his issues have given me. This will be relevant later. I bought myself a round trip train ticket, $150 for the long ride home as I don't have a car and, and have really bad plane anxiety. Around December 15th, my mom called and asked me if I could bring back some of those cookies that she loves and I tell her of course. I decided to get them on the 21st so they're still super fresh upon arrival. I also bought some breads and sweets for my siblings. The total came to about $40. I'm a student and due to my chronic illness and heart condition, I can't work a lot so money is tight and I have to take some money out of my savings to be able to afford all of it, but I didn't mind. 
Fast forward to the evening of the 21st, I'm on the phone with my dad telling him that I got the cookies from my mask for and that I have to get up at 7 to get to the train station and I'm super excited to see them again. Out of nowhere, he tells me that won't be necessary because he and mum are leaving for some island in the Caribbean the next day. I asked him how long they've been planning this for and he told me that they decided two days prior. I asked him if they could cancel because I thought we'd already established that I would be coming over and he says no. He then says I should be more understanding because mum has fibromyalgia and the cold makes her pain worse and the heat will make it better. After that, I called my mum and I'm going to be honest here. I said some really unkind things and called her a selfish bitch, among other things, for making me spend nearly $200 and have me go through all that effort only for them cancelling on me last minute. I demanded an apology and a full payback of all the money. Apparently, that hurt her feelings and she hasn't talked to me all year. My dad then called me and said that he had a talk with his therapist and that his therapist told him ignore my angry outburst and not give in to my demands because quote, people with PTSD can't think rationally. Oh my word. This morning, I woke up to a text from my dad asking me if I want to come over for the holidays. No cancellations this time. I told him to fuck off until they both apologized for canceling on me last year. For the thing he said about my PTSD and to pay me back for last year. He refused to and gave me a written lecture that I'm just holding just a grudge and should get over it because it was, quote, a misunderstanding and we are family. But I absolutely refused to and I told him to not text me again unless it's an apology. Am I the asshole? And we'll start off with Professor Plum did it who says not the asshole. It sounds like your dad's therapist isn't a good one and gives him selfish advice, assuming he was completely honest with them about what happened. It's pretty obvious that your parents are still bad for your mental health and you'll be better off being completely no contact with them indefinitely. Opinions welcome here says not the arsehole. You are under no obligation to spend time with a family that caused your PTSD and are still giving you emotional whiplash to this day. I think it's time to discuss with your therapist whether you should go no contact with them for now and focus on your own health. Horace's love child says not the arsehole. I get the feeling that OP's dad's therapist is getting a heavily edited version of what happened. I'm kind of sympathetic about the fibromyalgia thing here. I don't know much about it, but it wouldn't rule out the possibility that it might have fled up at the last minute. On the other hand, I agree that Opie is entitled to an apology and some money back. Your parents seem to feel that having birthed you and raised you, however inadequately, that you're some kind of appendage and forever in their debt. Obviously, that's nonsense. I'll go low contact and try resetting the relationship. This might take some time. I personally am not in favor of going no contact in family situations because I'm old school and feel that blood ought to be thicker than water. That said, I wouldn't agree to any more arrangements that are, that are this lopsided. If your parents want you to come over for Christmas, that's nice, but they need to front the cost of all travel expenses. And one more from Shinigami who says, not the asshole, I have fibromyalgia, joint issues and chronic fatigue, so I understand the pain and cold making it worse. A trip would have made more sense if they didn't cancel on you last minute. And sometimes we have to suck up the pain and try to see family, even for one night. Yeah, it can really suck for us, but that doesn't mean I get to just leave someone hanging like that, especially after they spent money and during the holidays. If I were you, I wouldn't go either. Sure, maybe you said some things that weren't nice, but that's what happens when they do something like that to you. They also owe you an apology. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. 
Now, our next story comes from Euphoric Rabbit 7706 who says, Am I the arsehole for leaving after being told to be quiet at dinner? The title probably makes it sound worse than it was, but I'm still conflicted. My female 21 boyfriend male 24 of almost a year invited me to dinner with his family, mum, dad and his 16-year-old brother. Never met them prior to that. The only thing I knew about them is that they're conservative and Christians but lovely people. And they were. I got along really well with them before dinner. They were lovely and talkative. When it was time for dinner, my boyfriend's dad wanted to pray. After praying, he said something along the lines of, let us dig and let the food keep us quiet. This is a pretty popular saying in our country, mostly told to young children in school. My understanding of this has always been that you shouldn't speak with food in your mouth or be extremely loud at the table. I wouldn't say it's a cultural thing though. I dug in, took a bite. It was fish soup, absolutely delicious. And you know, like a good guest, I wanted to compliment the cook. This is delicious. Is it saffron? A perfect autumn soup. My boyfriend's brother looked surprised. My boyfriend's father hushed me. Big time. A real aggressive shh with a finger over his lips. And then he said again, let the food keep us quiet. I apologized because I thought I had accidentally spoken with food in my mouth or something. But a few minutes passed and nobody said a word. Super awkward and weird especially since they had been so talkative before. My boyfriend was also unusually quiet. After a few minutes, I was too weirded out and asked about their day and how nice it was that they invited me there. And his mother did the hush thing. So awkward. I think this is when it clicked. No speaking at all at the table. Let the food keep us quiet. Really quiet. But this was a super awkward situation and I couldn't deal with that. Imagine sitting at a table with five people, everybody eating soup, looking dead serious. So I laughed. It just slipped out, ended up being told off by boyfriend's parents that I was being disrespectful, etc. And if I didn't respect how the household worked, I could eat alone in the kitchen. We were eating in like a separate dining room. So I thanked them for the food and left to the hotel me and boyfriend stayed at. My boyfriend later told me that was an arsehole move and that I should have just kept quiet or ate alone in the kitchen. I understand their family traditions and rules, but it was so weird. I just couldn't take it anymore. Was I being an arsehole though? My biggest question about this is, did the boyfriend not mention this beforehand? Well, obviously he never, otherwise you wouldn't have been surprised by it. But like when you've been eating alone with your boyfriend in the past, he didn't say, oh, you should see my parents. We're not allowed to talk at the table at all. But I gotta say, it's not the arsehole for me in this one, but... Ayer, his wife says, not the arsehole. He could have warned you and given you the opportunity to skip dinner because you don't dine in monasteries. Also, you are not a three-year-old to be sent to the kitchen to eat alone. I think if I was OP, I would have went and sat in that kitchen and ate alone and just sat there talking to myself. <laughs> just sit there going, oh, lovely soup, isn't it? And just responding to yourself, yeah, yeah, it is lovely soup. You should see that lot next door. They won't say a word to each other. Bloody bunch of cheeky so-and-sos. <laughs> but Helpful Welcome says not the arsehole. Your boyfriend is the arsehole for not warning you that his family is weird as fuck. <laughs> Fantastic Focus says not the arsehole. Your boyfriend should have warned you in advance that you weren't allowed to speak at the table in his family. And when it became apparent that you didn't know that was a thing, they could have calmly explained instead of shushing you or sending you to the kitchen like a child. I would have left as well, to be honest. Catherine replies that saying, yeah, that's the weirdest part. Just repeating let the food keep us quiet a few times and shushing Opie like a toddler was such weirdly terrible communication. 
If literally any of them had just whispered something like, we don't speak until we're finished eating, after the first time she spoke, there would have been no issue. The fact that they expected this extremely absurd behavior to just be accepted without explanation feels intentionally contrived for Opie to fail. Helpful emotion says, I mean, I'm going with not the asshole because one, boyfriend didn't warn you beforehand. Two, because when you spoke, they just hushed you instead of, I don't know, taking 10 seconds to explain the rule. I think you were put in an incredibly awkward situation and therefore didn't really know how to react. Also, I am someone who laughs when nervous or uncomfortable, so I too would have been in trouble. Also, I could not have dinner with a family who says absolutely no speaking at their dinner table. I would have been incredibly uncomfortable only hearing other people's eating noises. And one more from Android who asks, Info, is this a common practice where you are? Is it more of an outdated tradition you knew of and had never seen or had you never come across this before? If it were me in my country, I'd absolutely say you're not an arsehole. I'm not sure I could have kept a straight face over such an absurd and outlandish request, but that's on the basis of the cultural norms of countries I've lived in. It really depends on how common this is in your country and how reasonable it was for you to not know about it slash for them to expect it. Opie replies saying, I wouldn't say it's tradition at all. It's something you say like preschools to keep the kids calm, I guess. And I always thought it meant to not speak with food in mouth, so it was just double confusing. I saw someone say I should have gotten the hint too after the first time, but like never met these people before and they were talking a lot before dinner. Now, <laughs> what do you guys make of this one? Have you ever heard of something like this before? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. It's absolutely incredible. And hopefully, I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com